Our friends over at Powered 4 TV are giving listeners to this podcast an incredible 50% off your first month when you sign up to Powered4.tv and use the promo code Jonners. Powered 4 TV are one of the leading on-demand streaming services in the UK with tons of shows from over 20 wrestling promotions from around the UK and the US including TNT Extreme, Chicagoland Championship Wrestling, DNA Pro Wrestling, Full Force Wrestling, Ignite Wrestling and so many more. There's also plenty more to enjoy including an incredible archive of classic matches, life layers with William Eva, podcasts and so much more. Sign up to Powered 4 TV today and save 50% off your first month. Just use the promo code JONNERS. Hello and welcome to the Alliance Pro Wrestling Network Sunday special interview. Very excited today because on the show today, I have a up and coming star in the world of professional wrestling. He is all gas, no breaks. He is straight brazy. I'm talking about Braden Lee. Braden, welcome to the show, man. Awesome. Thank you for having me. That's uh, a good introduction, too, by the way. Some people get the, the names wrong, so thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I did my research, man. I, uh, I uh, make sure I get it right. And I hope I get this name right. I just want to congratulate your brother. Is it Kyson? Kyson, yes. Kyson, yeah. all right. I got that right, too. Congratulate him yeah, for you becoming. Did. Yeah, you're, doing, you're on top of it. <laughs> all right, man. We're, 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 we're becoming close friends already, man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm in your good graces right now. Uh, so congratulations to him for becoming the 2021 IHSAA 132-pound state wrestling champion. You must be very yeah. proud. I'm uh, unbelievably proud. I grew uh, – my, my family is, like, full of wrestlers. Uh, I'm the oldest of five. So – and every, all of us have wrestled at some point in time. Um, and he's the first one to capture that, uh, that accomplishment. So, I mean, that's uh, – like proud, proud doesn't even begin to describe how I feel. It's, a, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's unbelievable. awesome, man. Unbelievable moment, man. Okay, so let's get back to let's get back to Braden Lee. So, how did it all begin for you? At which point in your life did you decide you wanted to pursue a career in professional wrestling? Uh, so, uh, I, I'd, say, I'd say probably like most people. I mean, I I grew up watching uh, wrestling, and the the idea was always kind of there. But you know, as you're growing up you, some people don't really know exactly what direction they're kind of just going whatever way life pulls them and I was kind of the same way um it wasn't until like college I'd say that I really started to uh like consider that an option and I, that seems kind of late I guess compared to some people but um it was about like the end of my junior year of college when I decided like oh maybe I'm gonna give this a try and uh, that's when I started like looking around for schools and uh, just anywhere I could train or go learn or it, get involved. I mean, really, because that was that was the thing. It was her. Um, I didn't know a lot about the business side of it, and I didn't know anybody in it. So uh, a lot of my research came through like Google, 
and okay. shoot interviews. So, oh, so, okay. so I was trying to like figure it out through that, but uh, eventually I was able to come across. Uh, so I, I have an acquaintance at an old job and they were like, I think I know somebody who uh, does this actually. And cause I was explaining, like, I kind of want to get into this. And uh, he ended up knowing um, this guy who is the, like an on-screen general manager for what would end up being my my home federation that ended up training me so um and then he introduced me to them and then that was pretty much how it got started did you watch much wrestling growing up i mean did you have any uh, anybody yeah. that you followed or like who were your favorites growing up yeah so uh i was actually a big like early to mid 2000s tna fan um like okay. i watched wwe because it was like you know it's the most advertised product it's the like it's the stuff that people have like the most access to um so like i was a i was a big wrestling fan i watched uh ray mysterio a lot when it came to wwe he was like my first favorite wrestler and i'd always get so mad when he would lose uh and then uh, but when i watched like tna which was actually my favorite show to watch like i liked watching that more than um wwe but i wasn't really like experienced with like the internet or anything back then so i didn't know how to like find out about it i just knew it was on like spike tv at this time every and i would just be i would sit there and i'd wait and i was like a big amazing red fan and and i didn't understand how like I didn't understand how like any of it worked. So I would sit there the whole show, wait, wait for amazing red to come on. And if he wasn't on, I'd get so mad. I'd be like, gosh, they're not using the best wrestler on their <laughs> roster. What are they doing? And so, yeah, so those were like my two like big favorites. Uh, eventually I started to like other people as I just like watched the show more. So I was like a big motor city machine guns fan. Um, a lot of the, the junior uh, cruiserweight high flying style those were like always my favorite wrestlers like plus with like Kurt Angle and like a few other guys AJ Styles like those were the guys I'd say like I came up watching and were uh, big fans of okay I'm, I'm from Queens New York I think I'm a little older than you I, I was around watching Amazing Red when he was first starting out on the indie scene <laughs> in Queens New York and I was a big fan he was with uh, the SATs I don't know if you're familiar with the Spanish announce team yeah, yeah. Okay, so he was uh, with them, and I remember them first starting out, but amazing, amazing talent, amazing red. Yes, yeah, yeah. I I just, uh, just the the way his uh, uniqueness, I guess, like he was doing things that like nobody else was doing, yeah. like on any show, on any show. That, granted, I was only watching WWE and TNA. I didn't watch independent wrestling back then. Um, okay. But like for that, but like just the, the difference between the two shows, I was like, oh my gosh, like why don't people watch TNA? Like look at all this stuff they're doing. Yeah. It's crazy. So <laughs> Yeah, it was great stuff, man. A big, still a big impact fan uh, today. Uh, so you're an amateur wrestler. Uh, was it, did you find it hard transitioning from amateur wrestling to professional wrestling? Um, I would say like, I'd say there's like, um, I, I don't really know how to answer this because like, I, I think there's benefits to it, but there, it doesn't necessarily mean everything is so like smooth necessarily, you know? So like one thing that I think like amateur wrestling does help with is you kind of have an understanding of like feeling of another person, you know, because like when you're amateur wrestling, like you have partners that you like draw moves with and you practice moves and stuff. So you kind of have like that feel already. You understand how to kind of like work with somebody a little bit like not fully i mean but like you get the idea of like how to let the guy do something to you so he can practice doing it and stuff like that so you get like those types of benefits and you kind of understand the the realness of like certain scenarios so like that's like all good um but i mean there's definitely like a lot of things like at least for me 
Um, I'm not a big like showman. Um, and when I was like an amateur, so I definitely wasn't like that. I went out there, I shook the guy's hand, I wrestled my match and I, I did my business, you know? Um, so like, that was like a big struggle moving over into pro wrestling was like, Oh, you have to engage the crowd. Like they don't, they don't want to see you just go out there and, and, and all right, I'm a wrestler guy. And yeah. like, that's, they don't want to see that, but like, that's how, um, ingrained that stuff can be from like an amateur wrestling background. Now, some people don't have that problem. If you're looking at like a, a Kurt angle, some people just get it and they're awesome. Mm -hmm. And that's why he's one of the greatest. But, um, I know for me, that was like a big struggle. So, now, did you always know that you always wanted to pursue the high-flying, fast-paced style that you're using today? Is that always what you wanted to do? Or did you maybe start out, maybe you wanted to be like a brawler or something? Um. So, like, yeah, I mean, as a, like, a fan, I, I love the high-flying style. So I, I thought, like, if I ever got into wrestling, like, that's what I wanted to do. Like, when I would create, like, my my characters on like SmackDown versus Raw or whatever, I would like okay. make my wrestler like always be doing like 450s and stuff like that. Cause I knew like that was like the stuff I wanted to do if I ever got into wrestling. But um, believe it or not, uh, I actually was like terrified of flying at first because I took like early in training, I took a, I took a bump off of the second rope, like off the middle rope. And when I landed, I said, Oh, that sucks. I'm never doing that again. I said, I'm after, I'm after rethink everything. I said, I'm going <laughs> to stick to the ground. We're not doing any, any high flying stuff. Like, cause that was awful. Um, but eventually I got over it. So okay. but, yeah, first so I, I had a brief moment, I guess, where I considered doing something else, but, okay. but uh, I got over it. Yeah, I was going to ask how, how it felt uh, bumping for the first time. Uh, were you were you sore afterwards? But how did you feel when you were, when you? Let me rephrase the question. How did your first bump feel? The first bump you ever took? Uh, well, the first bump I ever took, I didn't touch my chin, so it didn't feel great. Uh, okay. I smacked my head on the ground. Um, but but, okay. but uh, the next, but after that, yeah, like you definitely get you definitely get sore. I mean, that I think that's part of it, and that's like. Uh, part of the the physicality of wrestling that i think uh we forget about sometimes is because uh you condition your body so much to like take those bumps um that maybe like you just you forget about how like wearing it is on your body and as uh, something to be like mindful of as you like go forward you know like i i forget like i take I, I mean there are definitely times where i just get so caught up in it that like i forget about the the little and uh, important stuff, you know, like just taking like a regular hip toss. Like, I mean, that used to suck. Like, and it's technically like my body still feels that same impact, but I've just gotten used to it. It's not that it's any less, um, less impactful. I don't want to say damaging, but like, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> no, absolutely, man. Absolutely. So, how long did it take, um, for your training until you felt comfortable enough that it's time for me to step in the ring and have my first match? And how did you feel right before that first match? You must have had huge butterflies in your stomach, man. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I definitely was very nervous um, because um, you kind of go like, at least I did, I should say. Um, I kind of went like in this, um, I had this like push and pull type thing with it. I guess that's like the best way to describe it. Um, so like there were times where I was pushing because like, I wanted to have my first match and I wanted to be ready for that first match. But then when they started talking about it a little bit, I'd kind of pull back and I'd be like, Oh yeah, maybe I'm not ready. Okay. You know, I kind of had like that type of effect going on. 
a lot. So it was like, I wanted to like push and be ready for it. Like, and I wanted to believe I was ready for it. But then anytime it would kind of get brought up, I would be like, ah, I don't know, because I would see all the things that like, I knew I had to work on still. And I was like, I'm very much like a perfectionist when it comes to like my uh, just performances, I guess, like, or just any, like a lot of facets of my life. I, I like to have them as close to perfect as I can. Um, so it's, I definitely didn't feel ready that that's, that's, uh, that, that is one thing that is for sure. I definitely did not feel ready. Uh, I went out and I had a tag match and um, I went out there and I only had like four things to do and I still messed up like two of them. So it was, I wasn't ready. <laughs> that's what, yeah. I know, I know how you feel. Cause I, I, long, long time ago, I wanted to be a stand-up comedian. And I remember going to the open mic nights, I would walk past the door saying, I'm ready. And as soon as I get to the front door, I, I keep walking. I want to go in. So it took me a while until oh, I, I got the confidence up there. So I, I know what you're saying when I, when they're asking you, oh, are you ready for your first match? And you're like, oh, maybe not sure. But no, I, I fully understand what you're saying, man. But yeah, but, yeah. It's, it's, it's like, uh, it's one of, the, and that's, I think that was like, uh, a lot of performance things because like I, cause I, I watch stand up, stand up comedy and I listen to like a podcast. I, I, I watch a lot of performance kind of based stuff uh, just because that stuff's entertaining to me. And I always yeah. think like, Oh, maybe I'd like to get into that. And then I think about like how much I struggle with like pro wrestling, like with like the, <laughs> like the, the entertaining part of it. And I was like, how do I, I can't, I can't barely like get out there and like and and feel like good like just saying like one weird thing to the fan how am I gonna be like how am I gonna get up there and tell jokes like make them laugh you know so like I think that's really admirable that you that you were like into that that's so cool to me (laughs) because I I would I would not I'd get up there and I'd just be like all right guys well it was was a nice thought and I put the mic down (laughs) head back to my seat Yeah, and you said you listen to podcasts. You, of course, listen to this podcast on a on a weekly basis, right? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Man, he like called me out right there. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, man. I'm kidding. So, so how hard was it in the beginning finding work? I know up and coming uh, wrestler. Um, like, what were you doing to get your name out there? And how difficult was you to get? Was it for you to get booked on um, independent shows in the beginning? like so like at the very start like I definitely didn't understand how it worked and I would say that was like how that that was probably the biggest like um roadblock for me was like I didn't really like understand like I I had like a you know like when you have like a theory of how something works but you don't have like any actual experience so it's like it's it's not the same like you're like you read about it but you like you've never done it so it's kind of like that like I had people who told me like this is how you get booked but since like I had never done it Like, I definitely didn't, like, understand, like, how it actually worked. You know, I was just, I was going off, like, theories, basically. So, um, at the start, I only wrestled, like, my my home fed. And then uh, they did ring crew, or they used our, this other company down the road used our ring. And I used, and I would, so I would go to there and set up for them. And then eventually I got on their shows and those were like the only two companies I worked for, for probably like five or six months, you know? So I was wrestling, you know, two matches a month, maybe. And it took me a while to get on that other show. So like, I didn't even wrestle for them for the first you know few months we were going there. Then, and then my third show, I think that I got on my third company, it was the same thing. Like they started renting out my home feds ring and I would go do ring crew there. So then I ended up getting used one time uh, and then they brought me back. So that was like how my very first like booking started was just like 
my home fed did ring crew for these other uh, companies. And I was doing ring crew because I was still a trainee, you know, yeah. like I, I started having matches before I was officially like uh, released from my training school, like to just not have to be there, um, okay. which we agreed to like a one year time frame. I think I had my first match at like seven or eight months in, I think. So I still had like a few months left where I was still like, a trainee and mm -hmm. that was like how it started i'd say and then like after that it was more like um i i went through kind of like word of mouth i guess like for some other people were like hey you should come to like this company or this show like i'll vouch for you and like so i kind of took their advice and i would show up i'd let them know hey i'm coming to the show this weekend like you know so and um and i had a few people like who were willing to vouch for me and that was that was how it really started for me and you mentioned ring crew. So how important is it for a rising star such as yourself uh, to pay your dues uh, while you're, while you're coming up um, in the business? It, it must be very important to pay your dues, man. Yeah, I think, I think so. Um, because it, it's about respect, at least in the, in the way I look at it. Um, I, I think like, I, I think that it's important to, um, to recognize the history and the um, the dedication that others before you who have made who have paved the the road for you basically they they've paved a, they've carved a path that you can now follow and I think that's important for you to show like that respect so that you um, so it kind of keeps that aspect of it alive you know like they, to be a part of this this great thing that we're all lucky to be a part of. You know, like it's, it's, it's like really a blessing that like we get to go out and entertain people, um, through the use of pro wrestling. So it's, I think that's what makes it the most important thing or, or paying dues, I should say is the most uh, important thing when you're first starting out, because it's just about respect. It's about understanding where the business has been before. And even if you don't, even if you aren't like a big history buff or know a lot about, um, older generations of wrestling it's just important for um to show respect i mean that's that's what i'd say are you familiar with bob backland you, you you're familiar with uh I, I know the name and i okay. i know a little bit but i'm okay. not gonna I, i'm yeah <laughs> oh, okay because no, i just i i just i'm a big fan growing up bob backland was the champion uh and he would tell stories of wrestling that uh, he would wrestle shows and he wouldn't have any money to sleep in a hotel he couldn't afford a hotel he couldn't afford food so we'd have to sleep in the trunk of his car in between shows did you ever have to do anything that extreme um sleeping in a car because you couldn't afford a hotel room because you're not getting paid enough or, or anything like that uh, um i have been blessed with uh a lot of scenarios that haven't had uh those types of uh those types of stories because i i similarly i've heard um like i mentioned earlier i i do listen to like shoot interviews from like other wrestlers that i enjoy yeah. and i've heard some of their um stories about them coming up and i haven't been in a lot of those scenarios so I, for that i'd say uh i'm very blessed that i haven't had to do something like that um the the most like extreme thing, and this isn't even extreme really, was yeah. uh one time on our way home from Philadelphia, uh everybody was just so tired that we had to pull over and sleep for like two hours. But yeah. like other and then we got and then we just kept going, like once everybody got a little bit of sleep and we could keep going. Like that's okay. that's about as extreme as it's gotten for me. So I've been uh blessed okay. that I haven't had to do something like that. Um 
because that's it's it's wild. I mean, you hear those and you're like, wow, like that's that's dedication, you know. So yeah, man. Absolutely. And, and I bet you have no issues getting booked out these days. I bet you everyone's knocking on your door to book you right now. Oh, I mean, I, I'm in a spot, I'd say like where I'm comfortable. I don't, I don't think like, uh, I, I like, I don't really know because it kind of happened fast. Like some of these bigger shows that I'm starting to get on, um, they, it, it just happened so fast. So like, I haven't really like gotten to like settle it in and, uh, let it register. I, I don't think like people are like, you know, like, it's not like I'm getting blown up constantly. So I, I, I don't want to go like that far and say that's okay. where it's at for me right okay. now. But like, it's definitely like in a spot where I'm happy with it because there's progression and I feel like I'm making progress. So I definitely think like that's, um, and I'm happy about that. So that's like, I, I'd say I'm just in a comfortable spot and I'm in a good okay. spot. So, all right. I think, I think you're making great progress. I'll, I'll, I'll well, be free. Great, <laughs> great progress. Man. So, uh, so I got to ask you, man, how long did it take you to master that 630 splash? Cause that is just freaking amazing, man. Oh, thank you. So, so I have, oh, man, it's, this is going to sound, I, I don't know, because like, it's been weird. I have been able to do that move for a long time, actually, but I was just afraid to do it. Like, that was the thing. Like, and I went through different phases of, like, why I was afraid, and that's kind of what I've realized with a lot of, like, pro wrestling, and this move, that move particularly um, has been, like, a huge lift for me because it, it showed me, like, I need to just, like, get out of my head sometimes. So, like, I, I've been able to do that move since... 2019 maybe like the end of 2019 I think is when like the first time I did it like at training and I did it to like just like a crash pad which is a little higher than like where a person's body would be like so like I knew like I had the rotation and I could do it um but then like I think the first excuse I came up with was like well there was one time I didn't like land as good as I wanted to like I landed a little higher um, kind of like more on my neck than like my back or my shoulders. And I said, well, I ha I can't hit it perfect every time. So I'm not going to do it. Then it got to a point where like, I started hitting it more consistently at training, but I said, well, I can't really aim it. So like, I don't want to like miss or like look stupid by doing that. So then I, so I still didn't do it. Then I noticed I was landing consistently in the same spot. But then my, my last excuse was, well, I don't want to hurt the other guy. <laughs> that, was, that was my final like excuse. I said, I don't want to kill the other guy because I feel like I, I just felt like I was hitting real hard. And I was like, yeah. I'm just going to I'm just going to murder somebody if I do this. So um, and then I was finally I just but I've been wanting to do it. So I, I was at a show in Michigan and I was in a scramble. And so there's like, I think there's seven of us, maybe I think I, I can't seven or eight. And, you know, it's one of those like matches where you're just like, you're going to hit a few moves and that's like, that, that's, you know, just, just do your thing, um, yeah. which is always fun. And, um, and I knew, so I knew like, if I wanted to do it, like this was going to be a great opportunity because like, I wouldn't have be winded from like the match per se, because you know, it's a lot of like hit your move and then take a move. And then you like, you go somewhere else and you you're on the ground for a while. So you get to like catch your breath. So I was like, am I going to be tired and I'll be fine. Like I'll be feeling fine. I just have, this is like going to be like, if I could just mentally get over it. And so I, I remember when we were like planning everything out. I finally, I told this guy, I said, 
I'm going to come off the top with something here. And then he was like, okay, cool. What? And I was like, oh, I'll let you know, because I was trying to like psych myself up for it. And, <laughs> and then finally, like probably 15 minutes before we went out there, I said, Hey, are you cool taking a six 30? And he was like, yeah, that's fine. And I was like, okay. And then, uh, so then I, I, once I told him, I knew I couldn't back out now. And that's kind of like one of the reasons I waited so long to tell him. Cause I was like, yeah. cause it, it gave me less time to like back out of it. So I was like, I'm yeah. just going to do it. And then the moment came and I just like sent it and it worked out great. And, uh, or it worked out as good as I could have hoped, I guess. And then, uh, I was like, okay. And then like, that was, like you said, it was like a huge lift. I was like, Oh, I had nothing to be afraid. And he was, I came back and he was fine. Said he was, he wasn't hurt or anything. And I was like, okay. okay. So I just, I just said, I need to like, I just need to get out of my head basically. So yeah. you just had to try it <laughs> once and, and you've been using it ever since. Correct. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. 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 I do use it a lot. And and the thing is, is like now, um, I like now I'll take it to the ground. Like that's the thing. Like I'll, I'll, I'll tell people to move and stuff like that, which is like, I would have never envisioned myself doing that when I first started. I was like, no, I'm definitely okay. not going to, I'm not going <laughs> to miss this move ever because that sucks. But, but like, again it was just like a huge like lift mentally i was able to like it like i felt like oh i just need to like stop overthinking stuff like just if i know i can do something like just do it like and just be confident in it so absolutely man are you worried that you might get hurt because you do a lot a lot of high flying moves are you ever concerned that um you're gonna get you could get hurt and you could be out for a couple months definitely uh i'd say that's like I, I don't have like a fear per se in pro wrestling because like I think like it's a blessing to do this every day. Like every time I get to go out there, I consider this like such like a gift of in my life that I get to like I get to do this. Like um so I, I don't like have like a big fear of like, you know, what if it all ended tomorrow? Um, but there are times where like, I sit there and I think, man, like if I got hurt, like that would really suck. Like if I, like, if I couldn't wrestle again, because I got hurt, that would be like probably the worst case scenario for me because you didn't, uh, you don't get to like go out on your own terms, you know, like something else. Like if I just decided like tomorrow, like, ah, I don't really want to like wrestle anymore. Like I, I want to go do something else in my life. You know, I could be okay with that because like, that's on my terms, but like, yeah. I, I'd say that's kind of like the big, if I had a fear in pro wrestling, that would be like the biggest one is like what if I get hurt and I just can never do this again, you know, because I wouldn't have like the closure of like, of getting to like end it on my terms. So I, that's definitely like my biggest fear in, in pro wrestling. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll say a prayer that you never get hurt, man. (laughs) Yeah. Stay stay healthy, man. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, it it does take like a toll on your body, which like we, we discussed earlier, you know, like uh, it, it, you, you get the bumps and the bruises and the cuts and all that. Um, and it's it's scary when certain things happen or like the almost happen because you definitely have have those you have a couple close calls i've personally had a few where you watch something back and you're like oh my gosh like that could have been so much worse or like it was it looked like it looked really bad but like you're not hurt um and yeah so it's it it, it, it's such a scary thing but like uh but try to uh be but you, you understand the risk first of all like when you go out there you understand like that's part of it and that's that's the risk you are willing to take on the minute you go through that curtain is anything that could happen you know it might it might happen so like yeah it's it, it, it's just part of it but you try not to like at least me i try not to like think about it too much like i just try to be confident in what's going to happen out there and that everything's going to go exactly how we want it to and, and we're both going to walk away and go home to our families at the end of the night 
All right, cool, man. Cool answer, man. Uh, so you've had a lot of success uh, in IWA Mid-South, former junior heavyweight champion for that promotion. Um, <laughs> how would you rate your time with um, IWA Mid-South? And are you still with the promotion? Um, so I, I'm not active or I'm not like with them currently, um, but not like not like in a bad way, just like, okay. you know, um, I guess kind of the way like IWA works is like, you know, it's it's just like he's got like, a roster that he uses like on his like weekly or like bi-weekly basis um and just right now i'm just not in the mix of that like i'm just not um yeah i'm just not in the mix that's like as okay. simply as it gets i it's, um which is which is fine because I've, I've had two runs there now or i've had two uh two separate times where i was like a a, a weekly uh basis kind of guy um and you know i I liked my time at IWA Mid-South. I feel like that's where I grew a lot as a wrestler because, because of the weekly performance. Uh, that was like a big part of it was you're constantly out there in front of a crowd getting experience and getting repetition. Um, I knew I had something every week, you know, like at our, I, I, it, it may be in addition to other shows. So I knew that like I was going to get multiple matches every week. And so I would say that was like very important for my growth as a wrestler to get those reps to figure out kind of who I am and what I do. Um, and to be in the ring with guys who are really good. I mean, there's yeah. so many talented guys on, on that roster who have came through there and he brings in, or uh, Ian brings in a lot of, a lot of people, a lot of talented people that he's used over the years. And so like being in that locker room, is like such a good experience for upcoming wrestlers. I feel like, because you you can learn so much and you can get so good. You mentioned uh, really good wrestlers there. You had a match with Larry D. So I want to ask you about that for a second. Yeah. Larry D, I think 15, maybe 20-year veteran of professional wrestling. Uh, what do you look to learn when you're in, a ring, in the ring with a veteran like Larry D? And, and he's a big guy. And how do you use your high-flying uh, technique against such a, such a big wrestler such as Larry D? Yeah, so uh, so that's that's like honestly like you just you just made me smile so much because I love Larry like he's yeah. literally like one of my absolute favorites. Um, was always willing to help me like the minute I came to IWA. Uh, just he's he's that type of guy. Which like if you ask anybody, that's what they'll say. They'll say Larry's just that type of guy. He's just like one of the best guys. He's he's one of the best hands. Like for no pun intended, one of the, one of the best <laughs> hands that happen in your locker room. Uh, he's an absolutely incredible human being and. So when I like when I wrestle Larry, the what what I'm looking for uh, for me personally is uh, one just to have like like and this was like pretty much everybody is one you want to have a good match like that's yeah. that's just what you want to have with everybody and then two I'm I'm listening to see what he values in a match that maybe I'm not valuing in my matches. Like what, what do I think is important versus what does he think is important? Because like you said, he's, uh, he's been around a long time. He's uh, signed the impact right now. I mean, so he's, he's on TV. He's got all this knowledge, all this, all this years of wisdom wrapped up. So I'm trying to see what, what is he heart? What, what is he looking at? Like what that, cause I need to, because I'm not in the spot he is, I want to be in the places where he is. I want to be, uh, I want to be that good. I want to have those types of matches. So what yeah. what do I need to look at differently? Or what do I need to understand differently to get to that level? We're we're definitely two different types of wrestlers. You know, he's he's a big brawler. He can do some very athletic stuff, but he's a big brawler, and he's he's a, a great personality. Got great charisma. Um, 
but I still think there's a lot of things to learn from him because he he sees wrestling through such a, a unique lens. And so that's like when, when I step in the ring with him, that's what I'm looking for is what what does he value or what does he put emphasis on that maybe I'm not or what, what's he looking at that maybe yeah. I'm not. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, he was on the show. He said, "Yeah, I agree with you. He's a great, great guy. Great guy to talk Absolutely. to. Great guy to Absolutely. talk to." And and you mentioned Impact Wrestling, which leads into my next question: What led to your appearance on uh, Impact Wrestling Explosion? Um. So my. Um. So when I first got contacted about uh, Impact, uh, the the name that they threw out was uh, Alex Shelley was the was the main reason why that um that happened he and i have been so blessed because like that's like one of my heroes like when i talked about like watching tna coming up like when i first got into the guns um it was like alex shelley like i like like obviously chris saban too but i mean like i was a big alex shelley fan i was appreciated like his uniqueness and just the way he he moved in the ring he, he was just cool like i just thought he was cool and i still do you can ask anybody who who hears me talk about him how cool i think he is so um, <laughs> i just thought i just thought he was so cool so um that was i mean that's basically how it happened was there they uh, the way it was explained to me was they were just looking for um to get eyes on some some potential x division guys and uh my name got thrown out and then they uh they reached out to me and we had like a little back and forth. And um, next thing I know, I'm going, I'm going down there. So I mean, yeah. that was, yeah. And it, it was, it was crazy. Like it was one of those things, like kind of, like I said earlier, where it just happened so fast. Like you didn't, I didn't really have time to like process it all. Cause it was just like one minute. I'm just like, you know, I'm sitting at home doing my thing. And then next thing I know, like uh, I'm talking to D.L. Brown and I'm like, wow, this is, this is insane. Like what happened? So, yeah. That must have just blew your mind that someone that you grew up, I don't want to use it. Maybe I don't want to use the word idolizing, but someone that you really admired and Alex Shelley recommended you for impact wrestling. That must've just blew your mind, man. Uh, uh, it's, it's still like, I still don't feel it's real. <laughs> like, I'm, <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm, you know, like how, how that's the thing. So like, it's literally like, it's so cool. Like, I mean, I, yeah. You, you, I, I don't know like you want to have like uh you, you want to be like I, I don't even know like how to feel about it I, I I can't help but just be like a huge like like oh my gosh this is happening like I, I have to just feel that way because yeah. like it's just unreal <laughs> so <laughs> like like what was going through your mind when you were backstage and they were about to announce your name you were about to hit the hit the ring ramp impact wrestling ring ramp for the first time and head down to an impact wrestling ring what was going through your mind at, at that moment uh, I was, I was nervous beyond my, yeah. beyond my, beyond any capacity that I should have been because like every, cause I had no, when I say I had no reason to be nervous, it's mostly because I'm, I, I'm, I'm thinking about like, like everybody who was there and like how kind and generous they were and how professional they treated me. I had no reason to be nervous because everybody was amazing. Like that locker room is, is one unbelievably talented. Everybody treated me with such respect and they were so generous, so professional. So like in that, and I was just nervous. Like, I mean, that's what I can't, I I won't deny it. Like I was, I was way more nervous than I wanted to be. Um, But it, it was, it was still such a, great experience like and uh and i overall i am happy with like how it went like even though i was like super nervous and probably more nervous than i wanted to be i thought like 
with all those nerves, I still performed at a level that I was like pleased with, you know? So like, I, I definitely don't have like any, like, Oh, I wish I would have done this or that. Like, I mean, I, I went out and I did what would I did, like what I would normally do. I feel like I just, yeah. I, I, and I have stuff to build on for next time. So like, that's like the exciting part of it. Yeah. From, from, from me being a fan, watching the match, you did a fantastic job. It was a great, oh, thank match. You. great match. Uh, when did you find out it was going to be Sammy Callahan and did that get you nervous at all that it was Sammy? Uh, see, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I found out when I got there, um, okay. probably maybe 45 minutes after I got there, I found uh-huh. out I was going to be wrestling Sammy. Uh, and I've been fortunate enough to be like on, I think a few shows with Sammy. I know two. Um, and so I, uh, we've met and we've talked a little bit. Um, and uh, he also vouched for me uh, as well to, uh, to D-Lo when they were deciding to bring me in or not. So like we have, um, so uh, Sammy's always been cool with me. He's always treated me with, um, with such respect and been such a professional. Um, so yeah, like, and I was nervous because, you know, you think about Sammy Callahan, you're talking yeah. about a guy who's done like darn near everything in, yeah. in pro wrestling and a guy who people respect and um, look at as like a genius when it comes to like um, matches and just being like a great professional wrestler. So like, yeah, I was definitely nervous to, to wrestle somebody of that caliber. But um, I also knew like if, what I knew when I got through to the other side, I would be a better wrestler for it. So like as, as nervous as I was, I knew like this, this has to be part of like my, my story. This is going to be part of my journey is having this match with him and seeing where I need to go next. Yeah. That pile driver that ended the match, did that look worse? <laughs> than, did that look worse than it was? Cause it looks like your head really hit the ring apron really hard. Yeah, that's what a lot of people were saying, but I didn't feel it. I didn't okay, feel like okay. in, 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 a, in a serious context of like my health. Like, yeah, no, I feel fine. Like it was, it was, I, I, but I got that quite a bit when I got back there. They're like, are you okay? Yeah. And I was like, no, I'm good. Like, I'm fine. Okay. But yeah, it was fine. Like every, everything was cool. He was, he's such a, he's such a professional. Okay, I could I can only imagine that Scott Demore, Don Callis were impressed. And uh, did any any of them speak with you? Um, after the match to indicate, oh, great job. We'd like to see you back. And will you be back at Impact Wrestling? Uh, so, well, I'll answer the last question first because I feel like that's the that's the easiest one. Is that is uh, that is not up to me? Okay, so, um, sure. because we don't have like a, we don't have like a deal or anything. So, like that that's not up to me. Um, I I would say to kind of expand on that idea. Um, I was. I was given a lot of positive feedback, but I was also given some things that I need to work on and some things that I need to consider um, as I move forward, and not just for them, but just for professional wrestling in general, um, just to be a better overall wrestler. So um, more or less, I, I don't know exactly what the future will hold with them, but I do know that that experience was, was crucial for um, – helping me understand um some of the pieces that i'm missing right now so i think that uh they they were like i said everybody was super professional they made me feel awesome they really did like uh there are a lot of guys in the locker room who came up to me and gave me like great advice and also made me feel like feel good about myself at the same time uh so very blessed to have that um but i right now i can just say that i my plan is to work on the things that they asked me to work on, um, keep those in mind, 
um, and continue working on things that, uh, that I need to develop on. And that's, that's where we're at with it. And if, uh, if they choose to bring me back, that would be amazing. Um, I will lie. I would, I'd love to come back, but, uh, right now it's just about getting better. And that's, 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 that's where we're at with it. Okay. Well, they, in my opinion, they need some good young talent. And I think you will be a great addition to the exhibition. <laughs> I think it'll be a fantastic addition to exhibition. Yeah, well, hopefully we'll you. see you back. I'm going to keep my fingers crossed, man. And um, like I said, I think well, you, you against you. my plan, you against like Chris Bay or Rohit Raju. I think you already had a match with Rohit Raju in the past, I believe. Uh, but um, yeah, it'll be great matches. Hopefully they bring it back, man. I'd love to see you back in Impact Wrestling. I, I love, yeah, I like, I, I'd love to come back. Uh, We'll, we'll just see what happens, though. You know, I, in the meantime, just uh, keep working and getting better, and I, I'm, I'm okay with that. All right, what about some other destinations? Like, I know there's AEW Dark. I think you would do really well in New Japan Pro Wrestling, US, uh, NXT, I'm sure, is in the back of your mind. Do you have any aspirations about possibly getting to uh, those promotions? Yeah, definitely. Um, so my, my big, like, wrestling goal um, – is to wrestle in Japan. Uh, COVID okay. has kind of impacted that quite a bit, uh, just with travel and stuff like that. Um, so I don't, we, we don't really know like what the future holds in terms of international wrestling, you know? Yeah. So, um, so I'm not trying to like sweat that too much because that's something that's out of my control. Um, but I, my big goal is to uh, one day make it to Japan and wrestle. So um, and I know that New Japan is doing like the the strong stuff here, like the U.S. stuff. So that would definitely be cool. Um, I would. That's definitely something I'm looking at as a, a place to uh, work to grow towards. Um, and then the, the other places, AEW, uh, NXT. Like, yeah, I mean, I think like uh, I, my main goal as a wrestler is just to be the best, the best wrestler, like one that I can be, but even like more so to be like like just the best wrestler so like i'm willing to go like to multiple places to learn the skill set that would be needed or learn different styles learn different perspectives because that's the kind of wrestler i want to be i want to be able to like do it all and i want to be able to i want to be able to just do everything more or less so like i'm not like adverse to just being like i have to be one way or i have to do this or that or this is like the kind of wrestler i am i want to be able to do it all i want to learn from like the absolute best at every level i mean so that's that that's just how i look at it so all those all those spots you mentioned they are absolute dream destinations because of uh one because of the prestige that comes with them but two just the types of people that they have in their locker rooms right now. I mean, there's, there's, there's so much knowledge to be gained. So like, it's uh, that that's the way I just look at it is I, I would gladly go anywhere just to learn how to be a, a better professional and be a better professional wrestler. So who wins in a, in a match between Kota Obushi and Braden Lee? Who wins that? Oh, Kota, oh come on. Kota Obushi. <laughs> come on now. Come on now. Like, yeah. uh, he, he's, he's, insa he's insane. Uh, yeah, he is. He's probably my favorite right now, my personal favorite wrestler in the world right now. I think he's the best wrestler in the world, uh, without a he's doubt. Uh, I love New Japan Pro Wrestling. It's my favorite promotion. And I hope to oh, see you and hope to see you in the Super Juniors uh, one day. That'll be, that'll be great, man. Oh, that would be like such a dream. Like, like I, like, I know, I know I said, like, my goal is to, like, be, like, the, like, the best pro wrestler, but honestly, like, there are, there are, like, destination points where if I did something, I know, like, if I had to retire, like, the next day, 
like I could walk away like happy and I could be like, oh my gosh, like that's great. So like if I ever were like to get into like a tournament like that, like the best of super juniors and they said, okay, you can, you're in the best of super juniors, but you have to retire the minute the tournament's over. I'd say, (laughs) you know what? That's fine. That's Uh, perfectly okay. I made it. (laughs) So yeah. So Hiromu Takahashi, but I keep looking over his shoulder because Braden Lee, Braden, Braden Lee is coming for him, man. <laughs> oh my gosh, he's he's amazing too. They're all they're all amazing. I I love what I love the uh, the product that they have now. I like you like yeah. you said, your favorite. It's my favorite too. I watch it like like constantly. I still I I go back and I watch matches like four or five times because yeah. I just like I just I think fantastic. it's un, it's so deep and uh and it just makes me feel. Like, and that's what we all like about wrestling. It just makes us like feel something, you know? So that's like, I I feel so like, I don't even know how to describe how I feel. I just love watching New Japan wrestling right now. I'll I'll set my alarm for like two, three o'clock in the morning so I can wake up and watch New Japan World. Uh, Yeah. Great stuff, man. Absolutely fantastic. (laughs) So um, last question, what's the dream match? What's the dream match for you? If you could pick one match to have, what's the dream match for Braden Lee? Oh man, so... Um, typically when I get this question, I, I give this, this answer, I give the answer that I don't like to throw, uh, names out there because, um, I'm really big on like, uh, feeling it's just a personal thing for me. I know everybody's got their own style or their way of handling things and then no, nothing wrong with anybody who does say I want to wrestle so-and-so or I want to wrestle so-and-so I just think for me personally I don't want anybody to hand me a match just because I say I want it like I don't want to just be like I don't want to like tweet like oh I want to wrestle so-and-so and And then some company's like oh we'll make it happen here we go and they and they hand it to me um so I don't like to put it out there necessarily like this is who I want to wrestle and this is who I want to wrestle because then I feel like I feel like maybe I won't have earned those matches I feel like they were just given to me because I asked for them which is like which is fine, you know. I understand that some people like at like uh, you know a closed mouth doesn't get fed, so I, I get that. Like I totally understand that, but I also am not opposed to wrestling like anybody. So it's it's not one of those things that like I'm I'm super big on. Like I have to ask for this match and this match because these are the people I want to wrestle. Like you put me in the ring with anybody, and I want I want to put on like uh, for lack of a better term, I want to put on like the five star match with them. Like I want to do that with everybody. So like I'm not like oh I have to wrestle these people. Um, and that's just for me. Um, but if I, but sometimes, and I'll, I'll give you this answer that way, that way I, I, I can feel like I answered the question uh, happily. I, I will throw out like a match that like I would want to just to learn, just because I want to be able to like sit down or like I don't even have to like be in the match. I would just love to sit next to like Kazuchika Okada and listen to how he puts a match together. That's like, okay. that's what I would want. Like I would want like that type of, because I want that like level of understanding and that's like why and I would throw like a name out like that because like that's like completely like unrelated like nobody's gonna book that right now <laughs> like because he's he's like you know he's way up here <laughs> yeah. so, like nobody's gonna book that match right now so that's fine um and I you and that's and also I'd, I'd say that's like a match where like I would only get that match by like earning it. Like I, I could tweet every day, ah, oh, me versus Okada, me versus <laughs> that's it's not gonna happen like that. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. like, uh, but that would be like, uh, the, the, I guess how to answer that question. That would be like just to, the opportunity to learn from literally like I think who I think the best pro wrestler in in the world. So like that's okay. that's how I would look at it. But hey, do you th- do you think you could take a chop to the throw from Tomohiro Ishii? 
<laughs> I mean, I could take it, but would I live? I, I don't I know. know. <laughs> <laughs> I had uh, I, I had Toa Hanari on um, when they were feud when he was feuding with Ishii, and I asked him about the chops. He said his throat was sore for about a week and a half after taking those chops. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, physically, I know my body could have, like, literally take it. Would yeah. I be okay? Yeah, I don't know about that one. <laughs> well, Braden, I want to say it was an absolute pleasure having you on today. And uh, if you have anything to plug, if you have any merchandise, any social media, if you want to plug anything, just plug away, man. It's all yours. Uh, yeah, no, uh, first, thank you for having me. This was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. I always enjoy, like, just uh, just talking about wrestling. So, like, this is always fun to do. Um, and you're you're very kind and generous. So thank you for, oh, for having thank, me on. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're, you're welcome. Uh, uh, you can – uh golly i forgot where i was going with that you can follow me on all my social media platforms that would be facebook twitter and instagram uh at brayden x lee uh and that yeah that's all that's all i have i do have a youtube channel but i don't use it as much i'm gonna start that again and i'll probably okay. plug that on my twitter instagram and facebook so if you follow me on those stay tuned because i do want to start putting youtube content out again so uh okay but for now yeah just twitter instagram and facebook are the best ways to follow me and see what i'm doing Okay, man. Again, I want to thank you so much for joining me today. It was an absolute pleasure. It was so fun talking to you. Come back anytime you like, and I look forward to you going one-on-one -on -one with Minoru Suzuki in the future. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm, I definitely want to come back. So anytime absolutely. you're willing, please let me know. Absolutely. We'll you're always welcome, man. You're always welcome, man. So this has been the Alliance Pro Wrestling Network Sunday special interview. Again, want to thank my guest, Braden Lee, and until next time, thank you very much. Take care. Bye-bye. Stay safe, everyone. So long. Bye-bye.